22nd day of the month. In Christ God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors for Christ, since God is making his appeal through us. 2 Corinthians 5, verses 19-20 through 20. Be at peace among yourselves. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 13. The seventh beatitude, happy the peacemakers, they shall be called sons and daughters of God. One of the world's most coveted honors is the Nobel Peace Prize, and one of the world's most popular prayers begins, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. How ironic, then, that we seldom think it is our calling to be peacemakers. On day eight, we looked at the nature of peace, but today we look at the mission given to us to bring about reconciliation wherever we encounter alienation from God or discord between humans. Do we too often assume that our assignment is to stay out of it when we encounter strained relationships? Sometimes that may be true, except that always we are to pray for reconciliation and always we are to avoid any action that exacerbates the problem, particularly the carrying of tales from one side of the conflict to the other and participation in gossipy misrepresentation and exaggeration, both of which fuel the fires of animosity. But peacemaking is more than passivity. God actively engaged in peacemaking in the Incarnation. So surely, those who are to be known as daughters and sons of this God are called to be active in passing the peace. That latter phrase may be a helpful clue. Most congregations these days have a segment in the worship service called the passing of the peace. Too often it is perfunctory, merely an exercise in polite civility, detached from any concrete action in daily life. So here's a suggestion that may make it more meaningful and at the same time may make you more aware of your calling to be an ambassador for Christ. Every time you exchange the peace with others in a worship service, quietly say to yourself, God calls me to be a peacemaker at every opportunity available to me. Opening Prayer O God, author of peace and its most active proponent, so greatly did you desire the reconciliation of all things to you, that in Christ you assumed the humility of an earthly existence, indeed the humiliation of death by public execution. Give me grace to risk comfort and status in order that others may be at peace with you and with one another. In this cause, strengthen me through this time of devotion today, through Christ who offers perfect peace to all. Amen. Psalm 122. When they said, let's go to the house of God, my heart leaped for joy. And now we're here, O Jerusalem, inside Jerusalem's walls. Jerusalem, well-built city, built as a place for worship. The city to which the tribes ascend. All God's tribes go up to worship, to give thanks to the name of God. This is what it means to be Israel. Thrones for righteous judgment are set there, famous David thrones. Pray for Jerusalem's peers. Prosperity to all you Jerusalem lovers. Friendly insiders, get along. Hostile outsiders, keep your distance. For the sake of my family and friends, I say it again, live in peace. For the sake of the house of our God, God, 
I'll do my very best for you. 2 Samuel chapter 7 verses 18 through 29. Then David the king went in and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, O Lord God, and what is my house that you have brought me this far? And yet this was significant in your eyes, O Lord God, for you have spoken also of the house of your servant concerning the distant future. And this is the custom of man, O Lord God. Again, what more can David say to you? For you know your servant, O Lord God. For the sake of your word and according to your own heart, you have done all this greatness to let your servant know. For this reason you are great, O Lord God, for there is none like you and there is no God beside you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. What one nation on the earth is like your people Israel, whom God went to redeem for himself as a people and to make a name for himself and to do a great thing for you and awesome things for your land before your people whom you have redeemed for yourself from Egypt, from nations and their gods. For you have established for yourself your people Israel as your own people forever. And you, O Lord, have become their God. Now therefore, O Lord God, the word that you have spoken concerning your servant and his house, confirm it forever, and do as you have spoken, that your name may be magnified forever, by saying, The Lord of hosts is God over Israel, and may the house of your servant David be established before you. For you, O Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, have made a revelation to your servant, saying, I'll build you a house. Therefore your servant has found courage to pray this prayer to you. Now, O Lord God, you are God, and your words are truth, and you have promised this good thing to your servant. Now, therefore, may it please you to bless the house of your servant, that it may continue forever before you. For you, O Lord God, have spoken, and with your blessing may the house of your servant be blessed forever. From the letter to the Galatians, chapter 3, verses 1 through 14. You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly betrayed as crucified? This is the only thing I want to find out from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish, having begun by the Spirit as you now being perfected by the flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain? If indeed it was in vain. So then, does he who provides you with the Spirit and works miracles among you do it by the works of the law, or by hearing with faith. Even so, Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. Therefore be sure that as those who are of faith who are sons of Abraham, the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, All the nations will be blessed in you. So then, those who are of faith are blessed with Abraham the believer. For as many as are the works of the law are under a curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law to perform them. Now that no one is justified by the law before God is evident, for the righteous man shall live by faith. However, the law is not of faith. On the contrary, he who practices them shall live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. In order that in Christ Jesus the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles, so that we could receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. The Gospel of Luke, first chapter, 
verses 57 through 66. Now the time had come for Elizabeth to give birth, and she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and her relatives heard that the Lord had displayed his great mercy toward her, and they were rejoicing with her. And it happened that on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to call him Zacharias after his father. But his mother answered and said, No, indeed, but he shall be called John. And they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who is called by that name. And they made signs to his father as to what he wanted him called. And he asked for a tablet and wrote as follows, His name is John. And they were all astonished. And at once his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed and began to speak in praise of God. Fear came on all those living around them. And all these matters were being talked about in all the hill country of Judea. All who heard them kept them in mind, saying, What then will this child turn out to be? For the hand of the Lord was certainly with him. These are the readings of the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thursday's Prayer God, your glory calls your people to adoration daily. Guide and inspire all who plan and who will take leadership in the worship of our congregation when again we gather in prayer on the Lord's Day. To musicians, lectors, preachers, and all others, give a full measure of your Holy Spirit, that they may glorify not themselves but you. Prepare my heart and the hearts of all your people to receive their ministries with joy and gratitude to you and extravagant generosity toward others. This we pray through Christ the Risen One. Amen. A prayer for those who know the sting of discrimination. Tender God, just and compassionate, extend your consolation and strength to all of those bear ridicule isolation, and even persecution, from those who find fault where there is none, from those who place blame in matters over which the ones they blame have no control. To all who know the sting, give the assurance that you stand near to them, that in your love is their hope, and their release from guilt and shame and fear. Grant that we who pray for them may also struggle valiantly to assist them in all ways open to us, to alleviate the causes of their distress, to cry out against discrimination everywhere, enable us to recall any pain we ourselves have felt because others belittled or rejected us so that our concern may be genuine, enable us to recall any pain we have caused others by judging and excluding them so that our concern may be free from self-righteousness This we pray in the name of Jesus, who was scorned because he came from Nazareth. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Current Ecumenical Text Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen.
Receive this benediction for the fourth week of Advent. Be people of love. Let love live in your heart and share the love of Christ with all you meet. Share love by loving those you see regularly. Start by loving your community. Share love by loving those you do not know. How do your actions affect the rest of God's creation? Share love by praying for our world. In this Advent season, we need to see, feel, and share love. As you go out into the wonder of God's creations, share love, joy, peace, and hope with those you meet. Amen.